And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, January 25th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. Doesn't have to be the best. Better is better, right? And and sometimes just a little step, one little half step forward will help you free yourself from all of that negative talk. And I know you guys do this. Oh, I should be here. I should be doing this. And No, no, no. Give us a holler. Let us help you relieve yourself from all the pressure that you do put on yourselves. It's a lot. And sometimes I hear it in your voices. So hopefully, hopefully what you've learned by listening to this program, and if you're a new listener, thanks for listening. We have no judgment. We do want to help you get to a different place. And we do know that sometimes you hear stories of people who've got tons of money and some people who have no money. It does not matter to us. Every financial issue creates some sort of emotional reaction in us. It does not matter how much you have. I know that sounds crazy, but it's the truth. I mean, I guess if you're a billionaire, you don't really feel that. Or the newest form of money to folks, jillionaires. You know what a jillionaire is? Besides, it's a great thing that somebody at the compound and friends pick, picked up and uh, and said, this is what we should have. Jillionaires are people who come on the program and feel better for having told their story and coming up with some sort of insight. That's what a jillionaire is. It's not about the amount. It's about showing up and trying to make yourself feel a little bit better about whatever is on your mind. So if you want to become a jillionaire, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and let us know if you would like to come on this program, or if you would like to join us on our YouTube show called Jill on Money, powered by the compound. That's video. So you're going to have to do your hair for that. Eh, maybe not. Okay. Today, we are joined by Carmen who's on the line from Wyoming. Carmen, welcome to the program. I hope you're bundled up. Thank you, yes. What's going on? How can we help you out? Well, I have a move coming up here in 2024, and I own a house here in Wyoming, and I have great interest rate, and I don't know if I should keep it, 
rent it out and then rent in my new location or sell it and buy or rent. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. I totally get it. So first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself, Carmen. How old are you? 57. And are you single, married, partnered? Single. Okay. And it's just you moving. So this is just, we only have to worry about you. Do we have any kids or anyone coming along for the ride? Well, I have my mom in tow and I will be meeting up with my kids, but um, like they won't be with me. Okay. How old is your mom? Uh, She's 80. And so she's going to move with you, leaving Wyoming? Yes. Okay. Um, so no returning to Wyoming. If in other words, this is not a short term move. This is like this is it. We're moving. We're we're leaving Wyoming. No, this is a short term move. Um, we estimate maybe about five years, uh, and then the long term goal would be to come back to Wyoming. Now oh. I could move somewhere, and then it would be like it's really nice and warm here. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that could change, but the overall goal is to come back. Okay. That's important because when we're talking about a house, that can be... So if we're trying to preserve that, then it's pretty important that we know. How much is your Wyoming house worth? The last assessment I had was put it at about 250 Okay. Is there a mortgage balance of how much on that? I have about 113 remaining on it, and it's a 3.6%. 3.6%. Okay, great. Where are you moving to? Well, won't know for sure until March, but the, um, the locations are probably going to stay within uh, the Great Plains or... Uh, maybe slightly Midwest. Okay. So are you like one of those traveling nurses or something? That's why you don't know this? No. Um, my kids are graduating from med school. Oh. So they'll go into residency and they won't know where they're going to be placed. Until. Oh, so this is predicated on the match. You have two kids in medical school? I have a son and a daughter-in-law. Oh, my God. Okay. So you're going to go where they match. That's right. Okay. So what about work? What do you do for a living? Um, I work for an environmental and statistical consulting firm, so I can work remotely. Oh, that's great. How much do you earn right now? Um, I'm around 80. If I include all of the, you know, the whole benefit package, not just the salary. Got it. Tell us about the money you've saved so far. At uh, You have a 401k or a Roth 401k or something like that? Um, well, I do have some cash reserves in the bank um, that should cover about six to nine months of living expenses um, with some emergency savings set aside. I don't have any debt other than my house. I have a Roth IRA and then a SEP. Um, although my company is going to be moving into a 401k program this year. How much money's in the SEP IRA? That's about 60. And Roth IRA? That's up there kind of around 100. Is this a place where you would be entitled to a pension or do you have a pension from anywhere else that you've worked? Uh, no, I don't have a pension. Okay. Right now, mom lives with you in this $250,000 house or does mom live on her own? She lives with me. Okay, I gotcha. And does she have income? 
uh, Social Security, and she also has an annuity. She has some uh, retirement savings that she is, you know, it's just kind of sitting there, not being used. How much is her Social Security? Well, with the raise just happened this month, she gets yes. about $1,400. Okay. And the annuity, is it is it annuitized yet? Is she getting monthly income or is it just sitting as a cash value inside of it? No, she gets monthly income. And that's about nine hundred. Nine hundred, okay. And retirement savings, what's in there? Um, that's at about two hundred right now. Okay. All right. And you're managing everything, right? I am. Do you have any siblings? I have one sibling, yes. Okay. You said you had six to nine months of expenses that's in cash reserves. How much are your expenses on a monthly basis? Well, as things currently are. Yes, current. Yeah. So living expenses, um, I'm about 27 for for a year is what I estimate. 27000 a year? Okay. Now, when you look at your Social Security, your full retirement benefit at age 67, do you know what that number is? Well, it's at least 1200 Do you combine the money that you earn, right? You're 80. Do you also use your mother's 1400 or nine and like her money to help support the household? How do you guys work that? She buys the groceries. Okay. So when you said 27000 that included, did that include the groceries or was that more like, you know, what your actual costs are? Uh, that includes groceries. Okay. So, all right. So we're good. So if we look at mom has this $2,300 a month, you've got $80,000. That's all good. I hate to be crass, but you know what, Carmen, I'm a crass kind of gal. So let's go there. You have one sibling, but I mean, are, is your mom, does she intend to say like, oh, you know, I have one daughter who's taking care of me and the other one's not, is there going to be any adjustment to the money you could potentially inherit because of that or not? Um, I should get the cash retirement savings yep. and my sister has other things that she's gotten. Okay, good. So just let's just like a little asterisk that I'm just putting on my sheet, which is make sure that mom's retirement account has you as the sole beneficiary. Very yep. important. Okay. All right. So now let's see where you move next and what we do. I don't think you should actually buy something wherever you go next. I really don't. And I think that the reality is it's only five years. So why are we going to buy something until we really know? So the first thing you will do is when you understand where these kids match, it's going to be somewhere Midwest, Plains, you know, you see where they're going to match and then let's see what's the rent. Now, the real question is whether or not you should either keep the house and try to rent it just to pay for itself. I don't know if that's a possibility or whether you should just carry it because you want the flexibility of saying in a few years that you want to move back. I guess that there's a part of me that really just wants you to sell it, but I don't know. I feel like because you may want to go back. Is it is it rentable? Yes, it's definitely rentable. Um, I and, didn't know if I wanted to also carry that burden. I know. Well, that's that I was just going to say there's there's it depends which burden creates more anxiety for you. Okay. Here's your two burdens. The one burden is, well, I know I have a house to go back to. That's an easy, right? Like, so that's one. 
But the cost of that is that I have to carry the house and deal with a renter. And that's a pain in the neck, unless you have like somebody you know who could slide right into that house. All right. I think selling it makes sense. And then I would not buy, I still wouldn't buy a house. So let's say you sold it and you sold it for 250. You have no mortgage. Now you're going to rent. We'll have to see where the kids end up. But do you have any, I mean, if your expenses are $27,000 a year, what we're going to really have to figure out is like, well, how much is the rent going to be wherever they go next? And it might be surprising. You might, your cost of housing might increase because you're in a higher cost of living area. Are they going to like academic hospital types places? Like they're going to end up in Chicago or Minneapolis. It might cost more to live there. In either case, I think you're going to want that money extracted from the house, especially because you're not saying to me, I'm dying to keep this house forever and ever. If you're asking me the big question of what do I do? It sounds to me that if you, even if you're going to return to Wyoming, are you willing to just basically say, I won't have a place to live in five years, but I will either rent or I'll buy something. I'll have more flexibility versus I know I have someplace to go back to. That's what you're really weighing. What feels better to you? And I don't know the answer to that. Maybe you don't either. I'm keeping. You're Oh boy, here we go. Here's Mr. Conservative right here. I'm keeping. It's such a short period of time and she's going to go back to Wyoming. I mean, uh... maybe, maybe, but yes, I think, I, I mean, I'm more inclined to keep because I think that even if you have a burden for a year, let's at least say, how about for one year? You say, you know what? I'll keep it. Okay. What about for one year? Now, as a result of that, here's what I think you need to do. I think we need to be concerned. Well, interesting. Your mom has very low income. Her $1,400 a month social security and her $900 annuity. She's got this $2,300, right? And what we may want to do since that retirement savings is essentially yours, maybe the smart thing for us to do is to say, let's take some of the money out of that retirement savings. Maybe it's a Maybe it's 20 grand a year and have her pay the tax at the um, either 12, let me see, 2,300. Maybe she takes like 10 or 15 grand out and she stays in the 12% tax bracket. And we have her pay the tax on the, let's again, like $15,000. We just want her to stay in the 12% tax bracket. And then you use that to help you afford to pay the rent wherever you are. And now we've got a little bit of extra money. You got a little fluff in this. And we need to see where you end up and where you can rent. And I hope that your kids really want you around. (laughs) (laughs) We're making a lot of plans predicated on that. I just realized that we didn't actually clarify, but I think it's probably a yes, right? Yes, that's correct. I don't know. Like, I see your point, Mark, and I also see your fear, Carmen, about like carrying it. But if it's a one-year experiment, you'll know a lot in a year. Could the, couldn't they go someplace a little warmer for mom and grandma? That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Where? What are the options? What's the southernmost place they could be? Texas. Oh, Texas is a good place. Other places that have come up on the radar include mm-hmm. possibly... Um, Missouri, Nebraska, Iowa. I mean, I feel like obviously if it's like Nebraska and Iowa, your cost of living is probably not going to be, your cost of rent is not going to be so terrible. But like if they're like, oh, we're in Austin, Texas, we're screwed. We got, we have a like bigger decisions to make. So you're going to have to get back in touch with us when we know where the match 
lands them. I don't know. Maybe if you end up in like uh, Wash U in St. Louis or something, St. Louis, maybe you could find something. I don't know. I will have to see what the rents are in these places and then make the and then plan accordingly. Right. And I think one of my concerns also was about coming back and being able to get into the housing market and why. Yeah. And then the interest rates that could be yes. in five years, you know. I know. That's why I think we're going to try to have to like pull this off. I mean, look, We'll ha- you should now, it's, it's, we're talking to you, it's January, right? It's going to happen in a couple of months. Why don't you start figuring out, they don't, they, the match starts, you move in, in the summer, right? They move summertime. So maybe what is, it's, it's good because maybe you can get a renter in there and start to see like, what is the rent that I can accumulate over this period of time? Maybe you say, I'll sign a one-year lease with somebody. Even if you just got the the mortgage payment and you know the homeowner's mortgage payment you know principal and interest if you could get that covered in rent i think it's smooth sailing let's see i'm excited about this it's very you you guys are very ambitious you and your mom <laughs> right mark don't you think so could you imagine my mother moving my mother's like oh you're you're what moving she thinks so like if you move out of a zip code it's a big deal what other questions do you have for us? Uh, really, that's about it. You know, the long-term goal, being able to get back in later. And then I, though that was a big concern. And then my other big concern was really just dealing with somebody who could come in and trash my house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to find some, get some friend. Don't you have like a friend who's got a kid who's like, oh, I'll take care of it. I'll be good to it. You know, like that. I want to hear from you in March. I want to know where we're going, okay? All right. And we'll figure it out from there. Um, besides that, uh, Carmen, just do you have your estate documents and mom's estate documents done? Yes. Okay, great. Um, I think that that's, that's, if you have no other questions, I think we're good. So we're going to wish you the very best of luck, except that only like halfway, because I'll really give you the good luck when we hear from you in March, okay? I feel like I'm in the match. I'm so nervous. Um, you know, I put an ex-husband through medical school. So the match thing, I get that. It's very, it's very strange system, isn't it? Yes, it is. And I'm amazed that they're able to do something like couples match, you know? Yeah. I guess I think it was, it's easier now than they used to do it by hand. They literally would like filter it out by hand. So, um, all right. Good luck to you. Good luck to the kids in the match. If you are thinking about a geographic move that impacts your money and don't they all, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and let us know if you'd like to come on the air live with us. Don't forget, speaking about live, how about subscribing to Jill on Money Live, which is still available for the bargain basement cost of $35. That's where you have quarterly live webinar access for a full year and lots of special bonus content for 35 bucks. You get to go back and listen to all last year and watch last year as well. So check out Jill on Money Live. It is on our website and also our brand new YouTube show called Jill on Money powered by the compound. Don't forget you can subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. And of course, do something nice for someone else today. Wish someone who's in the match good luck. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.